Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It's your Caped Crusader, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our two friends, Well Thompson and Dalton Shannon. We're here to break down Frankenstein the Unconquered, Chapter 1 and 2, and everything in between. But before we do that, welcome back, Wells. Congratulations, uh, you know, uh, on a success, two successful campaigns. And Dalton, you're part of that success as well. Welcome, guys. How are yes, you guys man. feeling? Doing great. Pretty good. Yes. Pretty fantastic, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good oh, campaign awesome. so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wells is uh, returning, of course. It's an incredible campaign. And uh, this is Dalton's returning first champion. time on the show. Very, very excited for that. Yes. So let's kind of do a little bit of a recap. Uh, Wells, let's start with you first since we've had you on. Uh, we can kind of do a, a little bit of a shorter recap and then go into a little bit longer for uh, Dalton. But um, give us a little bit about who you are and uh, some of that success with that last Kickstarter you're coming off of. Okay, my name is uh, Alec Baldwin. I'm an actor. Uh, I live in Hollywood, California. No, oh, no, wait. No, no, no. Fuck, that's not me. Um, We've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him a gun. Don't do my it. Name is, uh, Wells... <laughs> my name is Wells Thompson. Uh, I am a uh, writer, a comic book writer mostly, from uh, originally from Little Rock, Arkansas, living in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, and, yeah, I write books. Uh and stuff was there anything else in this introduction i needed to do yeah 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 me. give it give us a little bit of a uh give, give a shout out to your last kickstarter too last time we had you on a show we sure. were breaking down uh your last uh your last book absolutely so yeah the the two books that dalton and i are known for are uh mechaton and this one frankenstein the unconquered uh well mechaton is uh more of an all ages rule of cool action sci-fi joint about a glove that turns anything it punches into a robot that is super <laughs> cool uh and you can learn all about that by looking at a previous uh interview that we did uh and this one is frankenstein the unconquered which is about uh frankenstein's monster punching things just real fucking hard <laughs> That, and not that is awesome. robots, thankfully. <laughs> so, uh, Dawn, with this being your first time on the show, why don't you give us a little bit longer of a breakdown for how you got into indie comics and some of your past works that you've been involved with? Uh, yeah, so I'm Dalton Shannon, uh, co-writer with Wells and uh, the, the brain trust we've called Four Color these past, like, five years or so. Uh, died in the wool comics guy, so... Uh, that's all I've ever really wanted to do is write comics, so that's what I'm doing is writing comics. Uh, wish I could draw too, but you know, so so uh, It's uh, most projects that I've been involved with have been with Wells. Uh, I, I don't know that uh, there's anything outside of the the four color imprint that. Uh, we did ash cans for a long time. That was fun, and I got to actually draw those. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> yeah, those are. If if we reach seventy five hundred on this stretch goal, you guys are going to see. Uh, you guys are going to appreciate Mary even more them. than ever before. Like that. You're really hard on yourself on those ash cans, but they aren't like they're at least coherent. They're well put together. Oh yeah, no the the storytelling's I... there, but the composition's not. Like, it's something. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Look, uh, I've, I've seen worse. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I've seen worse. you've drawn worse. <laughs> I've definitely drawn worse. Yeah. So, uh, what were those um, ash cans about, though? Uh, give us a little bit of a concept about those. Uh, yeah. If you're allowed uh, to, I know they're an add-on. So, if that's spoiler territory, that's no, fine. No, not at all. No, um, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, like, so when we first started working together in comics, uh, 
we were just looking for a way to like tell stories pretty much as fast as possible and get them to people as fast as possible. So we started doing little eight-page exercises in a sense. Uh, we did horror, sci-fi, uh, Frankenstein, and an all-ages book. And so we would just kind of uh, lob eight-page scripts at each other constantly. And uh, eventually I sat down and drew them and then we you know, stapled them together and took them to conventions. Uh, and yeah, that's where Frank first started was as uh, four or five ash cans. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's a lot of cool ideas that we explored in those ash cans that really uh, didn't have a lot of legs outside of eight pages, but we mm-hmm. were able to actually like take and put into our uh, first major published work, Descent into Dread through Caliber Comics. Uh, yeah. A lot of those horror books got a facelift and are way better than anything. And, and Frank got a facelift. And so there is the, the through line of Frank just keeps running through it. No, I, I love yeah. that. I always love digging in a little bit deeper with those because, uh, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's really interesting that he uh, evolved from that. I mean, well, yeah, the character actually, himself. Again. Yeah, right right here. There, there's the first ash can. Yep. First appearance of Frankenstein the Unconquered. Right out He's of the, drawing my letter. Right out of the crater. <laughs> Yeah, that's not too bad it's, at all. Uh, that's not bad at all. No. I think you are being yeah, hard but, on yourself. But, okay, guys, but you'd rather, you'd rather see this. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I... I, I think... But, or go ahead. Oh, I, was, I was saying those those ash cans were, I think, really important to like our yes. development just to to learn how to... I mean, you have very rigid constraints when you're doing sort of short fiction, particularly in comics, Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't know anything about making comics, you have to make it, you have to make it 4, 8, 12, 16 page, like, you have to make it within a certain amount of pages, Mm -hmm. or you don't get, like, the amount of, like, turning pages that you need to fill Mm -hmm. out the book. The physical pages. So, learning, so, like, whereas everything we had done before was sort of structureless and, like, oh, you can just throw anything and it'll work, uh, this was a lot more of, like, no, we need to start here we need to end here we have to take off and land the plane in that time and that sort of disciplined us in a way that that not a lot else can uh unless you're just unless you're doing going out there doing a bunch of like uh like anthology pitches and stuff that's really the only other way to kind of get that your your teeth and that sort of thing i think uh it well correct me if i'm talking out of turn here but i think in a way it kind of taught each of us how to like even make comics uh, from different, just like mm. for you, it was a great way for you to learn even how to write comics, and for me, it was a great way to actually learn how to tell a story, panel to panel, in a way that I, you know, I've always been yeah. drawing, but the ash cans allowed me to actually focus on storytelling and figure out what can fit on a page within this eight-page frame that we've given ourselves. Uh, so it really helped us learn how to do comics. Yeah, no, I, I think that's uh, yeah, that's I, I... that's nice too, though, right? Like. Uh... Mm-hmm. Like, even oh, though it's sure. something you might not, like, today be like, okay, hey, everyone, check this out. Like, I want you to read this and love this. Like, it eventually, like, led to what you created, though, right? Your, your thinking yeah. process, your writing process. We, we will 100% still charge people for it. Do not get us wrong. <laughs> we yeah. will still uh, sell those books. I still sold issue <laughs> three of Frankenstein. Yeah, uh, I sold issue three of Frankenstein ash cans at a convention this past weekend. Some, some poor sap bought it for two bucks, and uh, I didn't feel sorry at all. Hey, hey, you got to make money, though, right? <laughs> Money's what keeps making comics. So let's talk a little bit about Frankenstein. It looks like his character design changed quite a bit from the Ashcan to the current day. I mean, I was yeah. reading it earlier, and 
dude the texture on his skin is just so amazing like the flesh the, the colors uh you know what was some of your guys' inspirations and and you know thought process when creating this design or having this design created for you yeah i mean all all props go to mary on the actual like finished image there like we basically just said conan the barbarian with stitches in a sense like <laughs> uh and and Mary I, took that and and made a, a brick shit house that I would not <laughs> want to meet ever. Mm -hmm. I I always said uh, I wanted him to reflect, like, be kind of reminiscent of the uh, of the sort of popular conception of what Frankenstein is. So, you know, big and, and brooding and and menacing, but also sort of have elements of uh, the novel where he's not just like big and angry and dumb he's mm -hmm. stitched together from from the parts of beautiful corpses that individually look really good and then when you put them together they just don't uh he just he he just kind of falls apart in or you, you sort of lose the uh the forest for the trees while victor was making him and and it shows in his face is just like kind of ghastly as a result and yeah mary, mary took that concept and really uh ran with it uh and sort of yeah, made something really iconic with it. I think I think you can't help but like the artist leaves their thumbprint on it and makes it mm -hmm. sort of theirs. But but yeah, no, it's 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 been uh, it's been great to see him evolve because this is our this is his third time in print uh, drawing the the, yeah. the first there one Dalton the, did the second one in yeah the middle portion uh, yeah. a guy named Andrea uh, uh, Andrea Madongo he's an yeah. Italian artist. Yeah, he he. Uh, he did it for uh, Descend the Dread, which is our our first published work. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, it's it's awesome to see how he's yeah. evolved along the way. So, how's uh how's that writing process between you two look like? You know, with you both being kind of the the co creators on this. Very gladiatorial. Yeah, no. Uh, two men enter, one man leaves. Uh, he usually the gets the net. Leaves. Not entertained. Yeah, he gets the net. <laughs> I get the I get the big trident, and uh, we see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it generally with with Frankenstein, uh, I Dalton takes points. We uh, make a point whenever we make a collaboration to say, you know, uh, this person ahead of time is getting final say. Um, that way, it it feels a little bit more unified. It feels like one vision. It's not uh, lob back and forth forever. But we, yeah, but but we have a good back and forth. Uh, Dalton generally writes a really solid first script with a lot of really kind of booming amazing sprawling ideas and i try and uh rein it in a little bit so that it's a co more of a coherent story and uh and and keeping in line with sort of the character and themes that we're doing and then we just kind of pass it back and forth until it uh resembles the shape that we need it to um it's it's essentially like an incredibly close editorial relationship mm -hmm. that that just has like an absolute trust to it yeah, we both play with our each other's uh, strengths and weaknesses really well. Because mm -hmm. God knows I'm not great at theming, but Wells is super <laughs> great at it. And uh, I don't know, Wells uh, probably isn't great at like the the big action bits. But I'm like, I hey, dude, I got you. Don't worry. Uh, I think, we, and 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 we're more both getting better like at that together. Yeah, yeah I, I think we've we've both strengthened each other. Absolutely. Like, so. Yeah. If uh, if it's not like way. too much to ask, who who had the ultimate say on this one? Who had the ultimate say on the other one? Uh, like, because yeah. I'm assuming that's how it worked, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I've yeah, got yeah, Frank, yeah. and so, he's got Mechaton. 
Yes. Yeah. So everything that comes down the pipeline on Mechaton, I'm the one who who says, okay, this is this is the way I ultimately want it to be. Suck mm -hmm. it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's more it's more collaborative than that. But, but just that, like you know, he says suck it in the if, nicest if we're really way. <laughs> Degeneration X. Like, yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah, no. Uh, for Frankenstein, Dalton. <laughs> Dalton goes through and makes sure that that the, there's really one voice on it, and mm -hmm. uh, and that it it sounds consistent throughout, and that we're we're going in a direction that uh, that is ultimately uh, uh, beneficial. So yeah, for for Frankenstein the Unconquered, uh, Dalton has the uh, the final say for sure. But I we both have a lot of we both put a lot of ourselves into into both Absolutely. projects, so it's mm -hmm. it's hard to ever claim that it's just one of ours. Yeah, we like to say that. Uh... Wells keeps the wheels on the cart, and I keep the cart going as fast as possible. Hey, I, I love that though, because yeah. uh, both both have to work in in union with mm -hmm. each other to keep moving forward. Was it was it a weird transition though, going from like a bloody and gory comic to an all ages comic? You know, because oh, it kind of yeah. seems like two different ends of uh, you know, the the totem pole, right? Until we give Frank the glove. Thanks. So. <laughs> that would be so awesome. I'm looking at you for now. The crossover, no one knew they needed. <laughs> uh, su surprisingly, no. I don't find it very difficult to, to go back and forth between the two. Uh, like, they're they're really different, but at the same time, you know, both are action-heavy, both are mm -hmm. uh, ultimately stories about, you know, uh, people trying to make their way in the world, and, and I think one group of people is much more functional than the other, uh, mm -hmm. but... <laughs> But that's what makes that's what gives the stories their flavor and makes them a little bit more in, like interesting is is the differences in that and the fact that we made Mechaton a little bit more all ages like those are restrictions those are constraints but every story has constraints mm -hmm. uh, Frankenstein very much has like sit, we we go into it knowing kind of the limits of what we can and can't do and what we want to do with it so it's just a different set of stuff to keep in mind and. Uh, those restrictions are ultimately, I think, what makes uh, each, you know, book unique and each book fresh. Yeah, probably also helps that we're uh, not yeah. writing on like a monthly schedule, so we're having to churn out an issue of Megaton and Frank every single month. Like because of the Kickstarter model, we can kind mm -hmm. of breathe in between issues, so like we can kind of allow our brains to to reset and be like, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Frank cannot be nearly as quippy as Mechaton, so we have to really dial it back, and uh, and Mechaton can't be brooding at all. So we, no. it, it does take some some uh, flips, switch flipping, but uh, it, it's not nearly as uh, arduous as yeah it could be. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So and uh, and oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, not to, like, you know, get really into how the sausage gets made, but even with that, like, it's not even like we're going, you know, back and forth and, and then put, shoving a, a script out into being made. It's like we're, yeah. you know, we worked on uh, Mechaton 3, 4, and 5 uh, and got all of that prepared, and now we're moving on over to Frankenstein, you know, mm -hmm. 3 and 4 and, and, and moving on from there. So... It, there's there's more space between them than it might seem on the outside, uh, but yeah, no, I I think it's uh, I do love the the Kickstarter model for that is that we don't have to we like the only deadlines that we have are are the ones that we you know impose and and make sure that you know it's 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 more for the sake of like how quickly can we get it out in a practical manner. 
yeah. uh, then it needs to be out by then. Come hell or high water, if we have to sack the quality for it, then fine, so be it. It's like, no, we, we get to make sure that it's as good as possible before we send it out the door. Oh, that is awesome. So let's go ahead and give a little bit of a recap on chapter one before we dive into the Kickstarter for chapter two. So um, without, you know, and we don't have to spoil anything that you guys don't want to, but uh, what was chapter one about it? You know, I had a chance to read it. Um, I loved it. I loved my copy. Thank you guys. This was such an awesome read. Um, so uh, in your own words, what would you say uh, the, the concept and the story is about? Oh, wait, what was the haiku on the back of the book? That, pr- that summed it up pretty nicely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Nude beast descends space, slaughter and mayhem trail near. My pants are so tight. Thank you, Grant Stoy. <laughs> Grant Stoy, creator of SideQuest, who, if, if he's not already uh, booked for this interview, you should definitely interview Grant Stoy. Uh, he's a fantastic creator, but he, he was kind enough to give us that pull quote. Um, now, the first, the first issue is the beast's return to Earth uh, after... Uh, being exiled into space, he uh, finds a way to, through sheer force of will, ride his way on a comet back down to Earth, murdering the heavens above. Mm-hmm. That was a verb. I apologize. Uh, and uh, and and make his way back down. And we learn that uh, the reason he had that will is because he wants to enact revenge for what uh, happened to him and his family uh, some thirty years prior. Um, which, again, the the book goes through like a past sort of uh, when uh, Frankenstein thawed from the ice and a present when he came back to Earth to enact revenge. Uh, so we learn a little bit about uh, how he came into this world uh, after after apparently freezing to death at the end of Frankenstein's uh, or Mary Shelley's novel Frankenstein, uh, and why it is that he continues this kind of bloody warpath. Um, yeah, if I, if I had to summarize the chapter one, it would be, uh, Frankenstein comes to Earth, looks badass, and then promptly does some horrific war crimes. Uh. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I think in this, this round of, uh, like, push for the book, uh, I... A few people have pointed out that uh, it almost has like a, a Western feel to it because he kind of like rides in and then rides out into the mm-hmm. sunset. And I was like, Frank has a few Western elements there too because it's it's very Gunsmoke where he comes to a town, he solves a problem, and then he rides off into the sunset. So literally uh, on a saddle this, too, right? Uh, yeah. Solves a problem. Solves a problem. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, at the at the base terms, that's kind of what issue one is. He rides into town on a mm-hmm. comet, solves the problem of some marauders that were causing issues, and then he rides off into the sunset on a big lizard after destroying an entire family's I, way of life. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's the interesting twist, though. Is like, is if you look at that family, it's like, yeah, the marauders were fucking with them, and they were gonna steal some, sh- and they were gonna like, you know, steal some shit as mm-hmm. taxes and. But, like, they were probably going to let them go at the end of it. They're probably wow. going to be fine, ultimately. <laughs> like, it's hard to say. We don't really get the sense. Like, are they better or worse that Frank came along? And, and yeah, that, that's that's a good question. I mean, because yeah. Frank just totally doesn't give it up. I, I love... Yeah. I love just how, like, because it's gory, it's graphic, but it's also fun. You know, at one point we see Frank riding a huge dinosaur, and it's like, dude, let's <laughs> go, man. Let's yeah. go. And and uh, he just, his strength is just unreal, too. I just love the combat scenes. Are we going to see 
more action in chapter two. Like, what's chapter two aiming to be? Uh, have you seen Frankenstein meets <laughs> the Wolfman? Yeah, I, uh, we, we got the uh, the the. Uh, well, no, I'm talking the film. Frankenstein oh no, I haven't. I haven't. I it's, haven't. It's that, but better because there's actually fighting in it. <laughs> No, they, no, yeah, no, it's, it's, there's definitely some fighting in it. Like I said, we're, mm-hmm. we're continuing that kind of twin path mm-hmm. of the past and the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the future has uh, a lot of, of world building and, and conversation and, and, you know, eventually uh, some supernatural fighting. Uh, and then the past has a pretty brutal beatdown. Uh, and and one of my favorite things I've written, I like I I want to spoil it, but I don't want to spoil it. Uh, <laughs> but but Frank, like, there's just a cutaway of Frank doing something so horrifically violent. It's 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 impossible not to laugh at it. Yeah. At least I hope that that's the effect that we wind up with. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. I think right now, uh, let's go ahead and this is a perfect segue. Let's go ahead and pull up the Kickstarter and check out the campaign yeah. for chapter two. So we are looking at Frankenstein the Unconquered issue 1 and 2 an action horror comic Frankenstein's monster thaws from the ice 500 years in the future to find a bombed out apocalypse as hideous and broken as he is currently sitting at $6,507 of a $5,000 goal congratulations guys 8 days into the campaign that is remarkable dude hell Yes. yes Uh, 243 backers and 22 days to go funded in 72 hours how are you guys feeling about that that is so awesome Hashtag blessed. Incredible. <laughs> Feels absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything or, or, or sound arrogant, but like I, I feel in my heart, knock on wood, that this this is the one that's going to get us to to that uh, five figure. Uh, I think people are feeling it. I think it's it's off to a strong start. I want to see. Uh, I want to see ten thousand. Dude, let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go yeah. ahead and check out this video and uh, yeah. see what Frankenstein the Unconquer is all about. Mm-hmm. Lies are as abundant as sand in this arid wasteland. Lies and secrets long buried. The eternal dunes coerce and manipulate all who step into this land. They offer a warm bed a long-awaited drink, a lover's embrace, but the sky burns, the air dances before the eyes, and when the sweat can no longer drip, the hideous truth begins to whisper, and once that truth is seen in the harsh light of the desert lands, there can be no more hiding from it. Yeah, my Exposed. Boy is a piece of bread. There are only two options. To internalize that truth and leave the sand stronger than before. Or to wilt under the weight of it and let the sands consume you. The desert is nothing but the eternal lies of its savage sands. I seriously Indeed. love him as an artist so much. I have three of his prints up on my wall right now. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, Floss is right. Yeah, dude, for real. Holy crap. That was a so good trailer. Good. Did any of you guys do the voice acting in that? 
That was me. That was I was gonna say, I, 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 I could hear it. I could hear it, and I was like, you know, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> you yeah, just I, the face for radio. I do. Um, <laughs> no, uh, oh, I have a hundred back, so that's awesome. That that wasn't that wasn't planned at all. That's <laughs> um, no, but uh, what you, <laughs> Dalton said. Uh, Dalton originally had it arranged that it was like a uh, kind of voice to text automated thing, and it sounded mm-hmm. okay. But I was just like, what, 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 "Let me try this," and I, I recorded like three takes of that, and, and I. He, I think he just picked the first one that I did and was like, nope, this is good. This yeah. works. Let's do yeah. it. That's <laughs> awesome. So here are some of these stretch goals. Uh, oh. At 7,500. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. By all means, please. Stretch yeah. goals. Stretch goals. So stretch goals at 7,500. Uh, it looks like because uh, you already unlocked the, uh, the funded in 72 hours bookmark and then at 6,000, the scrolls mm-hmm. of the Vanquished Part 2. Uh, so at 75, everyone gets digital copies of the original Ash Cans. 10,000 physical backers yep. get the Frankenstein, the Unconquered trading cards with stats and lores, and then the flops not safe for work cover becomes available for purchase as a 11 by 17 print. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. But you have another print uh, yeah. as well, too. Yes, we do. Flops. Yeah, flops originally. The, the, yeah, the way we, we got in contact with flops was like, oh, this uh, this pinup style could do really well with Frank. Mm-hmm. So we made a, uh, a sort of print that we have kind of displayed further down. Uh of like Frankenstein and the bride. And it was kind of the first time we were showing off like, Oh yeah, the bride is going to be in the story. Um, and it looks phenomenal. Uh, that's awesome. But, and, and that was, that was fairly popular, but we knew that like, like he had gotten a lot of attention on, on Twitter and on social media from doing these like sort of risque, uh, pinups, Mm-hmm. of like She-Hulk and Big Barda and and some other characters and we were just like would you want to do like a fully not safe for work cover and he was like more than anything in my life I would like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it, it was it was a natural fit uh I really love the style for for what Frank is it mm-hmm. it, it just that pulpy element works so it well is. with with Frank so in, and I mean that's it. like the 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 standard uh like covers we'll get to later but the standard covers are kind of based on that like frazetta conan the barbarian mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of uh uh covers so so like that that whole era of of pulp just goes hand in hand with what we're doing that's so awesome and uh 1500 or excuse yeah. me fifteen thousand. uh physical backers get a that bride was- of frankenstein uh enamel pin a new cover becomes available as an option and an add-on so uh, any any hint on uh, who uh, is doing that cover for you guys, or is that the yet to be announced? Nope. <laughs> yet to be announced. <laughs> <laughs> I would be happy to tell you, yeah, if I knew for sure who, what, like, what that was going to look like. It'll be guys. It's me. So uh, what is Frankenstein the Unconquered? It's a 20-page full-color comic about violence as a mode of survival, the destructive inertia of, of revenge, and how toxic masculinity damages individuals and the environment around them. The love letter to pulpy action comics and films like Conan the Barbarian and Mad Max, as well as universal horror monsters and the literature that inspired them. So this, yeah, it was a roller coaster. I love chapter one. I cannot wait to sink my, my, my teeth into chapter two. Uh, man, uh, for anyone that is watching, once again, there is the link to check out the Kickstarter with us. If you're unable to back, be sure to share that, you know, share the link on Facebook and Twitter. Word of mouth is 100% free. And um, we need to get the word out about this book. Everyone needs Frankenstein the Unconquered in their hands. 
So, what? Uh, give us a little bit about Chapter Two, though. Uh, so it, it introduces two pivotal characters: the Wolfman and the Bride. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, our um, what are they called? Is it called a Deuteragonist? You're the literature guy, right, Wells? The, the <laughs> yeah, other the guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah uh, Larry, our our Wolfman, joins the picture, uh, and he'll be with us for pretty much the rest of the series. Uh, but essentially like the last good guy in this world. And uh, we, we know what happens to, to people when they meet Frank. So uh, Larry's in for, I won't say a treat, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then the bride through yeah, flashbacks. We get, yeah, we get to, to meet the bride and uh, see what she's all about back before Frank was shot into space. Uh, and we get to see her in uh, the full on badass glory that she is because i mean in my head frank's cool but the bride's way cooler that's awesome and uh, i was talking to wells backstage i loved how in those splash pages you had like hints of the bride you know the, yes. it was very subtle but you you mm -hmm. can tell uh, just by the signature hair so yep. I, I love that uh, you're going to be diving into it deeper in this now uh right here is some look at the interior pages as well so let's go ahead and just look through these and one big thing that I love about this is like the way the paneling is done. Uh, I, I thought it was so awesome and gorgeous the way you guys have your pages set up. Mary's a gem. Yeah, we handed we handed Mary a twelve panel page, thinking, well, she's gonna tell us to fuck off, but <laughs> we may, you know, this is this is this is kind of necessary to to move the story along. So here you go. Maybe we'll figure out how to pare it down. And then she just handed it back, like, no problem. Here you go. <laughs> and like, there is. Like, this is an entire like, issue's worth of events in Montauk. You could. She just does it effortlessly. You really could. You really could. Like, this entire, this page is an issue worth of story. Like, 100%. Uh, and she, she crushed it. Um, and in an exciting yeah, she, way, too. It's not just static, like, grid system. It's, mm -hmm. it's done in an exciting yeah, that's, way. Yeah, that was it the other thing. draws you, the eye. Like, she's great. Mm -hmm. Like you hand someone nine, you know, nine panels, 12 panels, you expect them to make a grid and she just like never will do that. She'll just make it <laughs> as interesting as she can all the time. And then and, um, follows it up with a double page splash. Yeah, I love this too. Right here was yeah. that hint of the bride right there that yeah. we were talking about, which is very subtle, but um, mm -hmm. a lot going on here. You know, him riding the dinosaur like we were talking about him mm -hmm. as a king. Uh, so are these going to be like different parts of his timeline that you're going to be touching upon like later on or? Uh, it's possible we could explore some of yeah. it, but I think a lot of it is is just sort of the myth, the legend, the lore mm -hmm. of that you know mm -hmm. that that Frankenstein sort of imposes as be, as as being the sort of force of nature in the world. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever see these adventures, uh, but uh, there, there's 200 years in between him coming out of the ice and getting shot into space, so anything's possible. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. with those a lot uh, of stuff. Especially with those prose pieces we're doing in the back, uh, that's set during that same time period as well. So, like, you know, mm -hmm. anything can happen, but for the most part, that's that's very pretty window dressing. <laughs> <laughs> and then right and then, here, yeah, is, just uh, that that sort of uh, that sort of just like highly emotional, like uh, mm -hmm. the way she's able to draw faces and expression. Mm -hmm. I. I really love she's kind of getting the most meat out of these characters no oh, absolutely so here's a look at some of the covers too so this is going to be your cover mm -hmm. a and uh so uh is this the same cover artist that you had for your last issue yes heather yes this is heather vaughn uh she is 
fantastic. She has a very particular style. Um, you know, it was finding a cover artist is always really difficult. Uh, but like immediately, we felt really drawn to Mary and and uh, or not Mary uh, to to Heather. And sure enough, like when we we presented the idea for 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 issue one, she just she was so excited and jumped on it. She's like, "Oh, I get to do Frazetta fan fucking tap." <laughs> um, and I then like that, the, that I like the way he said "drawn to." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that cover was such a like focal point of the last campaign that that we knew we had to bring her back. So mm-hmm. she she will definitely be a feature of Franken- the Franken plot by itself is enough, right? <laughs> and right here is a uh, cover. She relinquished uh, cover the B. title of Franken, but <laughs> yep. So this uh, this is drawn by the incomparable Kaylin Smith, mm. uh, one of my favorite comic artists out right now. Um, she creates these just super expressive characters and worlds. She had a Kickstarter for uh, her book, for goodness' sake, that made like forty grand or something ridiculous like that. Um, and, and rightfully so. Her, her stuff is is polished to a mirror shine and, and mm-hmm. gorgeous. I'm, I I had the pleasure of meeting her during uh, Planet Comic Con in Kansas City. And uh, I mean, within a week of... I, I, I told her, hey, I have this, this comic. I, I would love for you to do a cover. She said, yeah, I'd love to hear about it. Send me an email. Within a week, it was done. That's uh, remarkable. Yeah, she is a consummate professional. She is so sweet and and so good at, at what she does. Um, yeah, I would I would if you're if you're listening to this and you're a uh, comic creator, hit up Kaylin Smith. <laughs> she is so good and so professional. Um, I, but we I knew that how... she would be good for this like very character acting kind of yeah mm-hmm. uh, cover that we want that we had in mind for this one. I was gonna say I love how uh, we see Larry right here uh, shadow pupping a wolf. Is it is his name really Larry? Mm-hmm. It's Larry. Yep. Okay. Yeah, his name's Larry. Yeah. <laughs> I love how he's shadow pupping a wolf. You know, I think that's a really yeah. awesome like kind of nod to his character. Yeah, I, I love yeah, just taking no, the, the Frank character and it's... putting it almost in an Archie kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's yeah. So... I would I would watch like yeah. a <laughs> I would watch a slice of life manga about these yeah. two, or, or anime about these two for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, we wanted the uh, like the very simple, very childish dog, and then the background is this snarling wolf, and just kind of gives you a, a sort of a hint into to what his character is, uh, all just kind of subtly within this this the torn wallpaper of this falling apart house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then right here is the cover, see the not safe for work cover. So this is going to be the, the show. Uh, as this is going to be the uh, print as well. Uh, if you hit that stretch goal. Yes. Yeah. If we if we hit the stretch goal, we'll prob we'll stretch it out to to eleven by seventeen and uh, and give you guys uh, something to put on your wall if, yeah. if that's and, your jam. And disappoint all of your mothers. Certainly, <laughs> <laughs> we disappointed ours. I, we I disappointed love, ours. Yep. I, I love his style, dude. His coloring is so oh, like unique, dude. It's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like the grain yeah, that, that very, he puts on the paper too. Mm-hmm. Super textured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super textured. I love it. All right, Mr. Frankenstein, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so here are the <laughs> tiers, of course. So this is what you're going to be backing. So these all coincide with the tiers on the side, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. So f- five Absolutely. bucks, uh, you get the digital copy. Mm-hmm. At $8, you're going to get uh, chapter Indeed. one and two, the digital catch-up. Mm-hmm. We have the physical copy at 10 so that's going to be your choice of cover A or B and a digital PDF as well. Mm-hmm. You get the physical yep. catch-up. All, which- all- 
all tiers get the digital stuff okay. as well because we want you to you know if if something gets held up in the mail or something like that we, we want you to be able to to access the story uh on your terms whatever no so i think that's that, awesome that will always be available to you yeah so 15 bucks physical catch-up tier that's going to be issues one and two of frankenstein the unconquered and then we have at twenty dollars the flops uh not safe for work variant cover uh so i yeah i think that is awesome <laughs> Got Mrs. Uh, the Bride popping it, pop lock, drop it. All right. Yeah, uh, the the original cover we we as a joke sort of among the team called the Franken butt cover just because of that little like Frankenstein butt that you see. And then Flops made this, and Heather was like, "Okay, I relinquish the title. He gets Franken butt." You got you got Franken side boob too. I mean, you almost have to at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so you have uh, the collector's tier at thirty. So uh, give us a little bit about this. Yeah, so this is, uh, you get uh, all the covers, uh, three copies of the comic with uh, Heather Vaughn's cover, uh, Kaylin Smith's cover, and the, the Flops uh, cover. Uh, we know that people like collecting their covers, so we wanted to give people a deal to make it happen. Uh, I think to, that's to awesome. Give them something worthwhile. I yeah. think that's a really awesome price, too. <laughs> and then we have awesome foil cover, too. So a gorgeous foil cover exclusive mm -hmm. to Kickstarter. Um, and it will be uh, addition to a signed copy of Frankenstein the Unconquered. So for $50, this is very gorgeous looking cover. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the, it, it's, it, it does only come in that, uh, that particular cover just because mm -hmm. making them is unfortunately very expensive and we, mm -hmm. we can't, uh, uh, and we have to have a minimum that we, that we order. So we can't really mix and match them, but, uh, yeah, no go gorgeous looking cover, um, with the the Heather Vaughn covers are, are fantastic, and the uh, the printing we do with uh, uh, what is it Comics Wellspring uh, mm -hmm. always shows up like these gorgeous you know saturated popped out colors with uh, really wonderful kind of shine to it. So, yeah, I was yeah, gonna say definitely with the flames. Uh, yeah, the flames. Yeah, I was gonna say it was yeah. probably gonna look uh, amazing. On uh, issue number one, the the foil we did on number one, the flames on that just sing with the the foil cover so mm -hmm. i'm very excited to see this one so we have uh the everything tier at a hundred dollars so give us a little bit about this this looks like a pretty awesome tier right here it's the best deal yeah so we have <laughs> we have a bunch of add-ons and we have a bunch mm -hmm. of covers and we want to just kind of compile everything at the very least that's frankenstein related so mm -hmm. uh you're th this does leave out like the stuff from mechaton our other books uh, other stuff that you could get, but if it's Frankenstein related, uh, the 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 cover that we are the uh, the poster we talked about earlier, the flops poster is there. All three of the covers are there. Both of the covers for Frankenstein number one are in there. Uh, all that is is a part of of this deal, uh, and we bundled it all together and uh, gave you twenty percent off. So if you want to go all out, support Mechaton, get a bunch of merch, some stickers, some prints, uh, everything. Oh, and I, and I always forget to talk about this, but the the, the uh, RPG Deathstalk Saddam. So we have a, uh, a one shot RPG designed by our friend Jacob Fleming. Oh, that's uh, awesome! That you can, yeah, you can play it with your friends and and uh, and set up. It, it supports like what three to five players uh, for like I think three or four hours of gameplay, and uh, we we worked really closely with him. There's like branching paths. There's different items and and characters you can bump into. Uh, there's some difficult choices to make. It's it's brutal. It's it, 
it centers uh, you as a group of marauders that come back to your village and realize that everything's been totally destroyed uh, and the survivors are claiming that Frankenstein did it. So you have to get them to safety and potentially go and try and find him and and, and figure out the truth of what happened. That is um, so cool. How does it feel to have a game modeled yeah. off your guys' book? That has to be that <laughs> it's pretty be cool, surreal, right? It's cool. Yeah. No, it's it's dope. Um, That's awesome. I actually, I need to. I would love to now. if you. Yeah, <laughs> I would love the figurines, and I would love to hear like the experience of someone who yeah. played it. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't I haven't heard back from anyone yet, but I would love to hear like what what that D and D session was like. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what I was saying was, you get all that stuff. You also get annotated scripts. You get your name in the book. Um, and we we took all that stuff, put it together, and uh, discounted it by fifteen percent. So. Uh, normally it would be right around 120, 115, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. Um, now you're getting it for a hundred bucks. That's awesome. So it's and the best. Have... Yeah. It's definitely the best deal on there. So mm -hmm. advertising space, 125 gain access to an exclusive mm -hmm. end page advertisement space for your own personal comic. So I think that's a pretty outstanding price too. Uh, usually we see that, you know, I see that price a lot higher. So I think that's awesome. Uh, you're offering that. Yeah. Yeah, no, we wanted to offer something for the comic community, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and and these, especially at conventions, tend to sell quite a bit of copies. So mm -hmm. they're they're getting out a lot of different places. We wanted to give people the opportunity to to kind of flex their own uh, content uh, in our book. So yeah. at two fifty, we have uh, a uh, commission. So this this is awesome too. This is from your uh, mm -hmm. your artist, Mary. Yeah, Mary Landry. Yep. Yeah, she does these really striking black and white, like, I mean, Rob Liefeld, Todd mm -hmm. McFarlane, like, le level of indie, of image comic kind of, like, uh, cool character design. Um, and yeah, no, she'll uh, she'll draw it for you, whatever character you want, uh, whatever single character you want, draw it for you, send it to you wherever you are in the world. Um, and there's, I believe... I believe there's only there's two left on there but I, I if they sell out i know we can do one more slot so we can do okay. up to four of those but even so they're they're not i can tell you they're probably gonna all get sold out like mm -hmm. if you're thinking about doing it do it because you they might not be available for you well correct you me if i'm it. yeah correct me if i'm wrong but we sold out of the commissions on the last campaign right and those there was even more than what we're offering now like there were more slots. We didn't sell right? out of those because she, we, we didn't sell out of those. She offered eight commissions. Yeah. So that was a ridiculous, ridiculous amount. amount. <laughs> um, and I think she rised up to like, maybe that was a little bit too much because now she's only offering four. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, she's <laughs> she keeps herself extremely busy. And uh, and yeah, so but, but we did sell quite a bit of those commissions last time. So underneath this, so they, they uh, I go. I thought this was a really interesting concept when I first heard this announced. Mm -hmm. The adopt a page for two seventy five. So give us a you know give us a little bit about this one because this one is a, such an interesting concept and I, I love just the idea behind it. Yeah. So for the price of the art of the page, uh, you can essentially uh, take ownership of of a page of your choice out of the book uh, and say you know. It's it's essentially the digital equivalent of like buying the original inks from from an artist. Um, obviously, our our artists work digitally, so we don't have those like Bristol boards that you can uh, buy off of them. But we wanted to give people the opportunity to kind of own a little piece of the book um, without uh, going into the uh, territory that we won't. The, the, you know the 
the acronym we won't talk about yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, it's so for the cost of the art, you get uh, your name in the book that says, you know, uh, Cody uh, from Keeping It Geekly uh, hey. has adopted page, uh, tw- <laughs> yeah, page 12. Uh, and then <clears throat> that way, everyone who gets the book can see that you adopted the page. Everyone knows that, like, this is your page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we send you along with uh, the what do you call, uh, along with the uh, iridescent foil cover, the uh, uh, signed prints or the signed cover of whichever one you want, uh, and the uh, flops prints. Uh, you also get uh, a eleven by seventeen uh, like poster of that page mm-hmm. in particular. Uh, that way, you can frame it, put it in your house, just like it's you know a, a regular piece of you know like a like a Bristol board that you would buy mm-hmm. off of a. Uh, off of an artist uh, and so you can display awesome. that and be like yeah i i own this page <laughs> out of this comic yeah that's so awesome and then uh death stalks the damned I, I love this that you guys have this uh this game uh mm-hmm. based on you know bait this one shot based off of your book uh what, what all went into this did you guys reach out to someone to get this created or did they reach out to you like how did this idea come about our good buddy Jacob, actually, uh, that we ran into at a few local cons in Arkansas. He's a big uh, D&D head. Uh, he, he writes his own campaigns and uh, rule books and, and things like that. Uh, also, uh, just a, a great cartoonist in and of himself. Like, he's got mm-hmm. his own series starring a mummy. Uh, so we, we a kindred spirit there. Uh, and we were curious about maybe doing a tabletop RPG, and we reached out to, to Jacob. And be like, hey, would you is something you would like to do? And he seemed very enthusiastic about it. Um, we didn't have a whole lot of guidelines, just set in the Frankenstein universe, and we kind of gave him like what that universe kind of means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, and we were like, I, here's some characters that can yeah. appear in it, and like, some, I don't even know if we know all the rules of the Frankenstein it. world yet. But. <laughs> and then here are some of the uh, other add-ons that are available. Mm-hmm. So just a quick list that we can glance mm-hmm. over real quick. Scripts so, uh, that have uh, commentary on it, and and stickers, and uh, print the prints by Flops, and and some other books that we have: Mechaton, Descent into Dread, etc. So right here That's is Frank's first appearance in Descent into Dread, guys. Uh, so That's this true. is uh, pretty much the Kickstarter in, t- in its entirety, right? Like all the tiers and the stretch goals and everything. That's the yeah. That's, that's the it, basics yeah. of it for sure. Mm-hmm. And then we then we just go down into like who we are, who mm-hmm. who all the people who are involved in the book are, which is predominantly female, actually. Mm-hmm. Mary Landro, Dahlia Maha, uh, Brenda Snellby, Heather Vaughn, uh, with Nathan Kempf doing the uh, doing the letters and uh, us writing it. Um, yeah, no, really badass book, uh, really yeah. badass crew that we have uh, making the book. We and then just a breakdown of like what we're doing with the money. Um, and uh, kind of little little housekeeping stuff, what our timeline is, mm-hmm. uh, what we ship our uh, comics in. We ship in uh, Gemini mailers because we, we don't want your comics to get bent up and, and fucked up by the time they get to your house. We want to make sure they're, uh, they're in proper shape. Um, tell you where we're printing it, and then, yeah. Uh, and then at the bottom, there's always the risks and... Uh, and like disclaimer essentially at the bottom mm-hmm. it's like our risks and challenges or something like yeah there it is risk and challenges and that's just essentially saying hey we've done this before things can happen but we'll always be in communication with you you'll you'll know every step of the way where your comics are when they're coming to you and uh, when you can expect them and if there are going to be any holdups 
Okay. So uh, one of the yeah, not bad. I don't not like not that I want to like draw the direct comparison uh, between us and the hashtag that, that we don't talk about, but mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that's really great about like supporting our books is that uh, you get them uh, eventually <laughs> mm-hmm. and and pretty and and pretty relatively quickly. Quick, yeah, uh, within yeah. Just a couple months, yeah. We're and and this is just a working timeline. We we always uh, are very clear with our. Uh, with our backers about where we are in the process, when things are coming. Um, sometimes it's a little bit sooner than we say, sometimes it's a little bit later, but there's never any surprises. Um, ever, everyone's always kept up to date. No, absolutely. So let's go ahead and close out of here and begin wrapping things up. So after going through that Kickstarter, what would you both like to say to anyone who might be on the fence about backing this project? If you had the opportunity to kind of reach out to them directly and, and help push them over that barrier? It's Frankenstein with a sword. What more do you need? <laughs> Jeez, guys. <laughs> Frankenstein would be so disappointed. Uh, if it, it would sort of depend on what the, the hesitancy is, because I think there's two uh, kind of question marks about it, which is like the, the two that I can see is like, why should I, you know, care about your comic about Frankenstein? It's not even your character. And I'm like, well, all things are are sort of stolen in part or are borrowed in part we're just a little bit more honest about it uh and it's it's less like especially with a character like frankenstein it's much more how you adapt it and how you uh make it your own mm-hmm. than it is like trying to come up with something entirely new uh and then on the other side uh you know what if it's it, frankenstein is all good but you know it seems kind of dumb and i would say that i think that Dalton and I you're care right. most of all about the about the storytelling. And while you're right, it is dumb. It is also fun. And just because it's a little dumb in concept doesn't mean we're not taking the characters seriously and really like making sure that this story is is a big one that hits you hard. Um, that's something that I, I always like. As much as I love the art, and I love and I do love the art, and I love the mm-hmm. presentation of the book, and I love the core concepts of the book what gets me going about all of these comics and Frankenstein especially is like how real these characters are to me and how, uh, how wonderful their journey is and how I just know, like, I know the issues where people are going to start emailing me and be like, dude, what the fuck? This hurts so bad. (laughs) That's awesome. though. Um, And I, and I just, and I want you to experience that with me is, is basically what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think you owe it. Not, not that you owe it to yourself. I would love for you to experience it with me. And I Mm -hmm. want, and I I think that you'll benefit from it. You do owe it to yourself though. It's a good read though. I love chapter one. I love chapter one. I can't wait to see what you guys do with chapter two. Yeah. End of the day. It's, uh, you know, philosophizing about the human condition while cutting the heads off of dragons. Like (laughs) it's all better for it. So I think after that, I, you know, we were talking backstage and I told you guys I was going to come up with a good question for you guys. I think I came up with a strong one. I think it's a really good suited for you both. So, um, you know, for anyone who might be new and watching for the first time and maybe they're experiencing burnout, you know, what would you guys say, you know, as as two creators who have done multiple Kickstarters and successful ones, fulfilled them and churning out book after book, you know, what what do you do to make sure that you don't burn out from all of that? Like, what are some of your biggest pieces of advice um, that you would offer to, to for people to, to work against that? 
Well, what? <laughs> stopping the smell of roses. I mean, it, like such a cliche piece of advice. Stop the smell of roses. Uh, definitely helps. Like take a walk every now and then. Look around. Go to a con. One of the things that honestly, like, kind didn't cure my burnout by any means, but like completely stopped in its tracks and made, made me go, "Oh, this is you know, this is why I'm doing this, and this is you know." this is a cool thing about life that like I get to do because of this is I, uh, I went to a couple concerts with my wife recently. I'm just in some really intimate venues and we saw some bands that I was really excited about seeing. And it like jazzed me up in a way that, that sitting around doing the same thing over and over again, definitely will drain out of you. Uh, but also I would say like revel in your victories, like Mm -hmm. don't let them pass you by. It's easy to go. Okay. That got funded onto the next thing. Um, but every, like every time I get a shipment of comics that, that I made that are real now for the first time, I like, I take them out. I feel, I flip through the pages. I look through all of them, <laughs> feel them, get a smell. Like I, smell, like I, right? I take it in as just like, <laughs> I, I made this thing. Like I get, you know, uh, this, this doesn't exist without me. And that's, that's such a, a boon for the soul of just like taking pride in, in like the physical act of the, of the creation that you that you're kind of bringing into the world I think oh, that, that that's awesome. the thing that like killed that's the thing that that brings me out of the idea of like oh god I am just burning I am just absolutely burning the candle at both ends it's like oh this is worth it for for so many reasons this is worth it I thought he was about to say that's what brings me out of the ice. I'm like, you slick dog. <laughs> so, well, what about you, Dalton? Uh, what, what's your big uh, advice against fighting against burnout and, and preventing it? Um, don't. You ride that flame until you're nothing but ashes and rise from it again <laughs> like a phoenix you are. No. Uh, don't burn yourself out. That's not healthy at all. Um, no, I think for me, at least, the healthiest way that I deal with uh burnouts or or just you know uh, imposter syndrome also sets in a lot and uh the creative pro like there's a lot of times where uh the creative process just leaves me completely drained as a human being and i'm just like numb but i think the thing that always kind of recenters me is having someone to talk to about it like a, a support system like my wife is great for that uh and by my wife i mean wells uh we we have we we're very good at you know keeping each other kind of on the one hand grounded and on the other hand you know uh still still like looking up at the sky like uh having someone who can understand what's happening and kind of uh pat you on the back when you've succeeded and to kind of share in those victories and uh, i don't know just just having another person has always helped me with burnout and and make it seem that i'm not as much of a failure as i always like to to say i am so it uh i if you don't have someone go find some you know what just just uh shoot me and wells a a message we'll 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 be your we'll be your rocks guys i'll tweet i'll tweet at you it's going to be completely sarcastic but i'll tweet at you all my tweets are sarcastic it's fine i'll do it no, yeah, uh, having that it. person uh, to to bounce off of uh, can act mm-hmm. as like an energizer in itself, right? Like, uh, like if yeah. you're feeling down, you can feed off of that other person and kind of lift yourself back up. Yeah, yeah. Wells is uh, Wells is super good at like getting shit done, uh, but I don't know that uh, we would be where we are if we weren't working together. You know, mm-hmm. like. 
I wouldn't have the drive, and he would have killed himself ages ago. So, like, the the way it... Yeah, it, Wells, Wells, I'm telling you... Like, I, don't, I don't know about that. But. Damn, Wells, you alright, man? <laughs> so, like, at the, at the very least, that died of an anxiety man. attack. Like, it would have happened. So, I, like, I'm very thankful that we have each other that we can kind of have. And so Burnett doesn't feel so yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't be here. I yeah. definitely wouldn't be in this community with with these books. Uh, I would honestly probably still be trying to make it writing novels, and who knows where that would have gone for me? Because <laughs> that is such a gatekeepy, awful, just ugh, Frankenstein romance. Like Let's go, baby! <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they are much less tolerant of of the, those sort of sort of shenanigans. Let me tell you, yeah. and those covers, more, right? Uh, it's a lot more <laughs> nose. It's a lot more nose in the air than, mm-hmm. than the comics community is. No, that is Which, awesome, guys. It you know. is uh, the night before Comic Book Day. Look up to the sky. You're going to see Frankenstein coming in on a comic. Here's the link one more time. Be sure to back this campaign. If you're unable to, a simple share on Facebook and Twitter goes a long way. It is a beautiful Tuesday night. We have to wrap it up. Dalton, Wells, thank you both for coming on here, breaking down you know, Frankenstein and everything in between. This was an awesome chat. I hope everyone has an awesome time. Most importantly, guys, keep it geekly. Keep it geekly. <laughs>